I'm Aaron Schachter, and this is The World, a co-production of the BBC World Service, PRI, and WGBH Boston. For most of history, death in childbirth was a serious risk every time a woman got pregnant. Thankfully, that's far less often the case today, but certainly not everywhere. One of the countries with the highest risk of death during pregnancy or childbirth is Liberia. And one of the reasons for that is the tradition of women having children at a very young age, when they're really still just girls. The BBC's Sarah Montague went to meet some of these girls, and we should warn you, what they told her can be hard to listen to. I'm in the village of Sanoye in Bong County, outside the health clinic here, which is a small building, just a matter of rooms. Outside, a very long queue of people, mainly women, many of them with children, and many of them obviously pregnant. I'm with Save the Children's project manager, George Kijana. Should we go inside? So, George, we've got a room full of women here, all on benches. What's going on in this room? This is a screening room. As you can see here, they present their small little cards. The card is used by the registrar to identify their... In one of the back rooms, there's a sight that brings you up short. A child, heavily pregnant. Beside her, another 13-year-old cradling her newborn. It seems shocking, but it's a common sight here. A third of all babies are born to girls between the ages of 15 and 19. Their families expect it, but their young bodies struggle to cope. 13-year-old Gormo is due any day. You are nine months pregnant, and you are about to have a baby. Are you excited? Yeah. Are you glad that you are going to have a baby? Yeah. Because you are very young, and I wonder if you would prefer to be a bit older. Because I see my friend getting You saw your friends getting pregnant, and you wanted to get pregnant too? Yeah. Annie, tell me about Mary. First of all, how old is she? Two months. She's two months. She's just tiny, and she's not, she's. You brought her here because she's not very well. You brought her here to get some medicine. Yeah. How old were you when you got pregnant? I was twelve. You were twelve. Yeah. And you're now thirteen. Would you like to have another baby? No. Why not? Well, I want to go to school. You want to go back to school. Yeah. What do you want to do when you finish school? Now, <laughs> great. You want to be an ambulance driver? Yeah. George Kijana, you at Save the Children see an awful lot of very young girls getting pregnant. What are the problems for them? Well, the problem is, you know, when they get pregnant at that young age, they're predisposed to, their, to a lot of complications that are related to pregnancy, complications that are related to delivery, majority of them end up with permanent disability or, or they actually die. And this is problems because they are just too young, their bodies aren't ready to carry a baby? Correct, correct. Tell me what the problems are for a 15-year-old, which is really quite typical for somebody to get pregnant. The body is not ready, so the birth canal, where the baby is supposed to come out, is narrow. So if they go to, into labour, they're likely to get into what we call prolonged labour, labour lasting for many hours then that has complications. Either the uterus can rupture and they will die if they are not rushed to the also immediately, or they can actually develop what we call fistula because of prolonged labor. They, you know, they, there could be a rupture between the rect- rectum and the birth canal or a rupture between the urinary bladder and the birth canal, and both of them would lead to what we call fistula. This is an opening between 
the rectum and the birth canal or between the bladder and the birth canal. What happens to these girls after they've had some complications? Are they accepted back into their communities? Many of them are accepted, but I mean they live with a stigma and the possibility that they may not get married because even if the fistula is repaired, it's, it's a stigma. It sometimes continues to have the leakage, um, you know, leakage incontinence. incontinence. Yes, so that has stigma because then it scares away a potential husband. It means probably they have to live permanently with their, their parents. I've come to Phoebe Hospital in Bong County. We're after surgery to fix the damage of having babies so young. The girls can come to the fistula centre here and learn a trade. It's a small compound tucked away where they learn how to sew, read, bake bread and tie-dye. Mama, tell me why you came here. What happened to you? I was sick. Fatu Gate from Save the Children explained to me what happened to Mama. She was pregnant, but then in the process, she went into coma for three days. When she came out, she stayed long in the hospital. When, then, then they noticed that she had this fistula. So what happened though when she went home? When she went home, according to her, her friends rejected her. Her family members rejected her. Only her grandmother used to be nearby to help her. How do they reject her? In what way? They, what, they won't take food from her? They won't... She said nobody would come around her. Nobody want to speak to her. Nobody want to eat from her. That's why she started to cry when she, when she started to sleep. And then, Mama, will you go back to your family and will they welcome you? Yeah, because I'm cured now. Because you're cured now? Yeah. And do you, how do you feel about that? I feel fine. Because when my family, when I run out of me, me still are learning. She still has love for her family. She will still go back to them, even though they rejected her, but she will still go back. Even though they rejected you, you'll go back because you love them. That report was from the BBC Sarah Montague in Liberia.